Happy Friday and welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. I hope you all are doing well and I hope that this week has been great for you all as we get ready to move into a new weekend. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to say thank you to all of our new listeners. Maybe this is your first time or one of your few first times. Thank you so much for taking the time to check out the Between the Dream podcast. It means the world to me. And of course, for my returning listeners, thank you all so much for your continued efforts and support. I couldn't do this without you all. Please, whether you are new or um, a returning listener, continue to share. Make sure that you encourage others to like, share, and subscribe as well. And I want to go ahead and jump right into today's conversation. So yesterday on Thursday, I posted um, early on my Facebook page, um, I said, man to man, we will ruin every good thing in our life if we are continually controlled by our anger. And this is the point of conversation for today as we close out the week. Obviously, I think you know by now, if you've been listening to the podcast, that the month of June is Men's Health Month. And so having a ton of conversations around how to help men overcome and deal with emotions and everything else in between. And so I don't want to steer away from that today. I want to kind of keep that same energy going and have this needed conversation. Uh, So I think that um, this can actually apply for all of us as people when it comes to, hey, what are some effective ways for me to learn how to manage my anger and deal with my anger issues or whatever the case might be? And so here we go. I want to talk today from this subject of a few tips that we can start to use to kind of deal with our anger, maybe the temper that we carry, or even the temper tantrums that come from it, right? And so I think that this is going to be um, not only important, but um, helpful as we move forward. And I want to stick to what I had put out with the initial part of that conversation, which is we can and will ruin every good thing in our life if we are continually controlled by that anger, right? Every good thing, not just like just some things, some things that don't need to be around, but legitimately the things that maybe mean a lot to us, but we haven't necessarily taken the time to um, uh, learn to appreciate or show appreciation for. And so because of this, I know that it can be very difficult sometimes when we talk about dealing with ourselves, dealing with um our anger and and how like we can sometimes think that certain things are just going to be around forever and we can treat them as if they're always going to be there and then they're not right and so i, I want to just make sure that premise is put out first and then to quickly just get through this message for today a few things that i want you all to take into consideration when it comes to how can i deal with my temper and i was very honest on this post to let it be known like i'm a person who used to live in a rage all the time. I was very angry. I allowed anger to get the best of me. Um, I got a chance to see it from the men in my family. And of course, we talk about things being passed on generationally. It doesn't take much for us to see something, pick up on it and start to utilize it, right? And I was no different in that. So um, these are some practices that I've actually had to put into place myself in order to become better and realize that this anger does not deserve I don't want to just say the best parts of me. It doesn't deserve any part of me, if I'm being honest, right? So here we go. Let's go ahead and jump into it. One of the big things that I'm always encouraging 
in conversations when it comes to overthinking and anxiety um, is the same concept that I'm going to give you here when it comes to dealing with your temper or your anger. And that is thinking before you speak or what I like to use and say as utilizing logical thinking. Many times we as men definitely, right, this was kind of the the culture I grew up in, right? We act first and then we think about everything later. And this can be very deadly. This can be very harmful to individuals around us because what tends to happen when we have this kind of approach is that sometimes we're acting off of what we see. And many times when we're acting off of what we see, two things happen. First and foremost, we create an unnecessary response that was not... Um, needed when it comes to the true severity or importance of the thing that we're responding to. So essentially what we have happen is a lot of times is that you will find yourself giving off a brash, harsh, crazy response that wasn't even necessary to begin with, right? The second thing that we tend to have happen is that we will give off responses and we will act first and then when we are put in a position to think about it and to consider it, what we tend to find is that the very thing that we acted on was unnecessary because our perception to what was really taking place wasn't even real, right? So we gave an unnecessary response to a thing that that actually ended up being a mistake or maybe it was a misunderstanding and when we do this right when we are not taking the time to think before we act what we tend to find is that we end up doing damage to relationships to friendships to um the people around us and it doesn't do anything good for anybody involved right so that's the first piece that i want to give you all the second thing that i think is going to be so important is in the, in the space of us learning to deal with our anger, we as people can be very good at pointing the finger, right? We are very good at either misplacing blame or trying to, oh man, we talked about this earlier this week with conversations around trauma, but pride, ego, fear, whatever it might be, can put us in a position to where we will do anything that we can to not have blame put on us, right? And so what we tend to have happened is that we will use um, statements that usually start with the word you, right? We will blame it on the next person. Well, you did X, Y, and Z, or you said X, Y, and Z, right? And one of the things I want to encourage you all to do is reverse that and start to use statements that, that start with I, I, right? I feel X, Y, and Z way because of X, Y, and Z. I'm upset because of this, or I'm upset because X, Y, Z is said. I think that this is going to be very helpful for two reasons. The first is that um, it allows you to be heard in a way where people will actually listen, because truthfully, even if they were in the wrong, people still shut down when we come from a, well, you, 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 you did this, right? So I think being able to express that I first is going to allow you an opportunity to be heard as a human and as a person who is expressing raw, genuine feeling from what took place. The next thing that it's gonna do is 
it's going to better help you learn how to communicate as you move forward with, you know, situations that might come up in the future that bring about anger or frustration. And instead of you going off the handle, it gives you an opportunity to kind of get a deeper look at yourself, which leads me to my next point. And it has to do with two things, awareness and identity, right? Awareness and identity. You've got to start being more aware of who you are as a person when it comes to your triggers, when it comes to the things that make you tick, when it comes to the things that really start to just grind your gears. I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. Family guy pun that is like classic. But it's the reality. What is it that grinds you and that makes you upset, that drives you crazy? Getting a chance to know your identity is going to help you so much as you move forward into the future, because as you are aware of your identity and aware of yourself in every space, you will give yourself an opportunity to know when the anger is coming before it comes. And then also, you're also going to you're going to be in a predicament now to where you can control how you decide, you know, the next statement that comes out of your mouth, the next thing that you want to say or do or whatever the case might be. And I believe that this is going to be helpful as well. The next thing I want to give you all that I think is going to be really helpful is going to be making sure that you get involved with physical activity, right? So this could look like exercise. This could look like going for a walk. This could look like, you know, um, you know, going to lift weights or just being active. And the reason why I think this is important, this is another component that I use when I have conversations around being able to deal with our anxiety is that physical movement and activity allows us to actually have um, an interruption when it comes to our thoughts, our anger, our feelings, right? And so essentially, when you decide to get some physical activity in, what you're doing is interrupting what could be a worse situation or worse thoughts to come. So please make sure that you embrace the physical activity piece. And then finally, I want to give you all this because I think that this is going to be so important. Some of us do not know how to express ourselves, right? Even when we're calm, we still struggle to um, articulate what we feel and what we are going through. And because of this, I want to encourage you to do this. If you struggle when it comes to articulating your anger, take some time to write. Take some time to write out your feelings, right? You might not be able to get it out in your words um, verbally, but I want to encourage you to just take some time to just write it in your feelings. Like, I mean, sorry, write it on paper and get those feelings out, right? And use this as a consistent practice um, for several reasons. One, writing it out. And if you choose to give it to the next person who's made you angry, cool. But if not, you can at least write it out and then take the time to read over it afterwards. Because then what you're doing is giving yourself an opportunity to even gain a greater understanding of how you feel and why you feel the way that you feel. These are just some quick tips. That's my message for you all today. I hope this was helpful. If it was, do me a favor. Make sure you share it. Tag me, Instagram, Jr. Facebook and LinkedIn, Richard L. Taylor Jr. And then Twitter is at Truly Taylor Made, my website where you can get all merchandise. And all of my books is richardtaylorjr.com. Looking forward to hearing from you all soon. I love you. You're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. Have a great weekend.